ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. I'm your host, GP. Today's guest is a graduate of the first Nightmare Factory class. Please give up for Hit for Hire, Cat Spencer. How you doing today? You okay? And I'm definitely not re-recording that. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Uh, I am good. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Celebrate my birthday this week. And okay. I'm just going to have a lazy weekend. But I'm doing a podcast with you, so I can't complain. I love uh, it. Well, happy early birthday, too. Thank you. Thank you. It was, yeah. it was yesterday, but yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, happy birthday. Belated. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. But I will not be revealing my age. But yeah. uh, there may be some few things we'll talk about in here that may show my age. Hey, um, maybe mine will come out. <laughs> <laughs> Before I kickstart the show, um, it's a question that I need to ask the listeners, the fans. And I think with the smile, I think you know I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. What does TSF stand for? That's that's not my information to give out. Uh, you'll get it one day. <laughs> one no, day. no, I uh, I would die if I gave that out. You take PayPal. Like I will get that information. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put the right number on it. I don't know. Oh, damn, I will find out one day. It's bugging me now since I've interviewed them. I like, the interview, by the way, cheap plug. You can go back and watch it if you haven't. Fantastic. And just now, I really want to know. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever you want it to be. That's what they say. Ah, uh, yeah, but they're just like just trying to throw me off. I will find out one day. I'm I'm very persistent when it comes to that sort of thing. I um, get it. <laughs> but I want to go back because um, I know you haven't been a lifelong wrestling fan. But when is it that you discovered wrestling? I discovered it back in 2017 when we're going to reveal my age. Uh, about 24 when mm-hmm. I was 24. I had never seen wrestling before that. Um, the only real experience or the closest I came to watching wrestling was my cousin would run around and, uh, he'd just be like, you can't see me. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're right in front of me. Like, I can't see you. What was it? What was it? Yeah. (laughs) You get it. Um, and then probably after that, I worked at a movie store for a bit and we had like a whole section of WWE, um, videos and like, uh this undertaker collection that came in like a coffin i don't know if you've seen it yeah yeah we had like a dozen of those but i never actually rented anything from it because i could just like check stuff out and Mm. um watch it if i wanted to but i hadn't and i had an ex actually start watching it again and so he kind of introduced it to me and it was the you have to, WrestleMania, was it like 24, where John Cena proposed to Nikki Bella? Uh, WrestleMania 33, 33, I think. Yeah, it was that one. That's the first one I watched back in 2017. And then I slowly was watching stuff over the next few months. And then when Hell in the Cell happened, the Usos versus the New Day. That's a quality match. That is uh, super. Yeah. <laughs> that one just completely sold it on sold it to me and like ever since then 
Nice. So you've been hooked for the last good couple of years then. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that match, if anyone hasn't seen it, if you've got the network, go find it. Watch yes. it. It's superb. I mean, if you haven't watched wrestling, show it to them, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, that's that's awesome. Um, now that I can actually now find out wrestling wasn't like a lot of thing for you. Mm-hmm. What else were you interested in, like other sports? Uh, yeah, I, w- I played basketball from like third grade to my junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I played um, and I danced a little bit before basketball. I was in marching band all through high school. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard anyone say that on the show before. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And hey, here, I'll double down on it. I played the sousaphone, the big tuba that wraps around you. That's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> That's another clue then. <laughs> yes. The marching version of a tuba is a sousaphone. Everyone is always like, didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So I was the only girl in our uh, whole county, um, only female until my senior year. There was one other female, uh, but everyone else was like these big, like kind of fat dudes. <laughs> I know um, that you've come out, like, we always talk about the wrestling and like you come out yeah. to a car and a showcase, right? But would you ever do that? Come out with the two, but the massive one. It's like a match um, one, really. Just the pitch of the Probably not. Those things, uh, they're so heavy and just like trying to find one like to rent one to in the knowing that mm, maybe it could be damaged uh it's not it, something i want to tie myself to because i'm not going to pay the <laughs> imagine the heat though literally someone booed you yeah <laughs> I, I, I don't you can tell i've never played it before so i don't actually yeah, know no no you're good that's a trombone um no, it, it would be great if, but I'd, I'd have to be one, if I found a really cheap, already, like, beat up one, mm-hmm. then I'm, maybe I'll, I'll just use it in, like, a hardcore match or something. And just, I think <laughs> you need to do it, honestly, yeah. like, you'll get, like, who, who in wrestling can say they've done that? I've seen yeah, the kitchen yeah. sink stuff, but that, yeah, <laughs> like, you'll get, you'll get some good views for that. Um, yeah. When is it that you made the decision that you wanted to become a professional wrestler? Um, probably 2018 mm-hmm. is when I was like, all right, I'm going to start getting in shape. I want to start working towards this because I used to be overweight and I, um, I'd spent very many years unactive, not active, just watching TV, working. And that was it. Um, And I've never been someone who knew what they wanted to do with their life. Yeah. I went to college and I did get a degree in production management and film. Nice. Yeah. That's Um, what my degree is in. Hey, look at you. Three years. No lie. No lie. (laughs) (laughs) And like I am, I've always been very interested in film and wanted to do something with that. But Mm -hmm. um after I graduated, uh, not really having much confidence in myself to go out and network with people and stuff like that. I didn't really get very far. I worked like a month on one show mm-hmm. and then worked at a car dealership. And the car dealership ended up taking over. My life was the only thing I did. I just go to work and come home, go to work, come home. And I just wasn't happy and really knew that that wasn't something I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And 
I was like, I want to be a wrestler. Like, I could, I want to play with that idea. Um, didn't really know how to go about it or get into it. So I was like, I'll start working out. I hired a trainer and I had a personal trainer for eight months where I, twice a week, wow, this is work out with him. Yeah, I worked say, oh, out. She went to the wrestling school, and but you've actually you're preparing yourself just for the training. Yeah. That's yeah. I just I start. I was like, I'm amazing. gonna start weightlifting. Mm. I'm gonna start weightlifting. I got a personal trainer, so that way, I was actually being held responsible to mm -hmm. go and work out and actually stay committed to it because I'm paying someone, <laughs> and like I'm just gonna wait. I'm not gonna waste my money. So, um, I got a personal trainer and started working out. And then after, what was it, late 2019, I, in throughout 2019, I had been going to a local show here in Atlanta, um, Southern Honor. And at the end of 2019, I was like, hey, do you need any volunteers for your shows? And he was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And January, yeah, January of 2020, um was the first time I volunteered for them and that night QT Marshall was there, Marshall hey. was there. and so I met him there very briefly um because I'm volunteering and I was doing I was collecting entrance gear and taking it to the back so like I couldn't really talk to him during the show and he was handling some business so I didn't really get to talk to him after the show and so I hit him up after a message someone gave me it was like hey here's his contact info he's usually really good at responding just shoot him a message and he'll respond I was like okay so I hit him up and he was like yeah come to the school we'll talk um and like two days later from the show I was uh at the factory um and he had me take bumps. He was like, I want you to know what this feels like. He was wow. like, I want you to know what you, you want to get into before you do it. Yeah. So he had me take a bump. He actually gave me um, a hip toss. Well, first he was like, here, take a flip bump. Just do a front flip. And I was like, I can't do a standing <laughs> flip. Like, I've never done that. He was like, just do it. And the first I did it, I was like, oh, wow. And of course, not knowing how to properly take a bump, I left there with like whiplash because I wasn't tucking my... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. But... <laughs> so I left after talking to him and him showing me a couple things. And I messaged him. I was like, still want to do this. I was like, I'm, I'm in. I want to do this. And I was actually, before the Nightmare Factory was even a thing, this was before, like, this was an out there known thing that it was a Nightmare yeah. Factory. It was still One Fall Factory when I went that first uh, to go talk to him. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was actually supposed to start training with him in April of mm -hmm. 2020. But then the pandemic hit and everything shut down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so when that hit... um. Because once March, and I know here in the U.S., we were really late to do anything about it. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't great ourselves in the U.K., don't yeah. worry. <laughs> okay. We were literally um, last in Europe to do it. Like, just... Yeah. 
what anyway so once march hit and things actually started shutting down i was like hey i'm taking like it's probably not gonna happen he was like no um i'll keep you posted just keep up with me and literally every month i was hitting him at least once a month i'm like hey i'm still really interested keep me updated the system i like on? it yeah. it's like, it's like, I, was he just like do you feel like oh if i just let come which will shut up <laughs> yeah i would i would literally i would i would get really anxious because i like i don't want to bug him but at the same time like i don't want him to forget about me yeah so yeah like once a month i'd just be randomly be like all right, it's been about a month. Let me let me just check in with QT. So again, I messaged him. And then I want to say late June, early July, that's when he told me that it was turning into the Nightmare Factory with um, Cody. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, here's the application. Um, submit it and I'll make sure you get in. And because that's I was- pretty cool. Yeah, so, like, I submitted everything, and he was like, this is what it's going to be, this is the cost, this is all of that, and I was like, sign, like, sign me up, I don't, like, <laughs> I'm don't, doing it. Okay, I'm just getting here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, time, it was all really just timing that actually got me in the door, just one by one, and just persistence, and Nice. I I spoke to a few people before and they've uh, had QT Marshall train them and I've not heard one bad thing about him. Oh, he's an amazing. As a coach, as a person, his insight is in, I know on TV he plays like a dick. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I mean, he's, he, he will not, I love it because he's not going to sugarcoat anything for you. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest. If You probably want that though. Yeah. If he's sugarcoating it, he may not like you. Um, mm. just gonna, but like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna sugarcoat anything for anyone, really. Yeah, he's really not. But you probably respect and, that someone more blunt, more honest, as yeah. opposed to someone who's just tiptoeing around the point, exactly. and you just want to get to the point so you learn quicker. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm a very straightforward person. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I don't. I don't care if you think I'm rude. Whatever. I'm. I'm gonna tell you because I don't have time to play a game. No. 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 I respect that. I do. So yeah. So yeah. QT is an amazing, like a great coach. Probably the best person I could have fallen into meeting and getting trained by. If you and can like, talk about some of the. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off then. No. 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 Uh, you're fine. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Um. For, I want to know about your experiences with the other coaches. Uh, Glacier. Um. I forgot his real name, but Glacier. Uh, Ray. That's it. I wouldn't feel comfortable calling Ray. I'm just a fan. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> we we still call him Glacier. Yes. So, yeah. Um, Glacier, no, he's great. Uh, we actually, have ex- we experienced him more when we w- moved into, like, the advanced class, mm-hmm. only because he was in the process of moving during our camp from Florida. Oh, so, okay. like. He was gone for like a good portion of our camp, but ever since we've been training with him more in the advanced class, like he's great. He's so helpful. Mm. Um, he he more so has done a lot for um, Hunter and Rosario or John, whatever. He's given them so much yeah. uh, tag team advice. Like, he's really, I mean, he's always there to give advice. And it, like, not in a bad way, but, like, sometimes he can ramble. Mm-hmm. And 
but like he always has a point yeah. no matter how like far gone he gets like he always has a point and it's there he's, just, he's gonna tell you every part of it <laughs> <laughs> um well, luther's been great he works with a lot of the females um at uh and he was he came in during our advanced class but he's he's great and he's really taken myself and tsf under his wing and like has helped oh, us oh wow i didn't know so, that you used to go that close to luther i didn't know that yes yes we love luther here <laughs> yeah that's wicked what was your first impression of the nightmare factory when you first uh, arrived and you saw it what did you think <laughs> for okay I'll give you both. And so when I went the first time, it was very intimidating because there's four rings and a bunch of people <laughs> training and I'm in the middle, I'm just sitting there on the side and QT just cleared an entire ring and was like, all right, I'm gonna show you this. It was no less intimidating going the first day of camp either, especially because not only am I starting this 12 week journey um, of wrestling, now Cody has also become one of my coaches and when I found wrestling so Cody was involved actively as well yes. oh yes Cody so um Cody and QT for our camp were there every day I think they together they missed maybe three days uh, whether yeah. one was missing or the other in 12 weeks yes wow so when I first was like going into it before it was a nightmare like it was just QT and I was just like, all right, like, I was like, he's really intimidating, but I know I'm like, I knew when I met him that he was going to be a great coach. Then Cody got involved. And when I started watching wrestling in 2017, I also found New Japan and I became a huge New Japan. So seeing him in New Japan, I became a huge Cody fan. Yeah. And he became a huge inspiration for me as well. So now I've got a Cody in the mix and it's like, oh man, is he, is he, is he super nice? What's yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's going to happen? And I shall tell him that I love his matches. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, and it's like the, it was like the first day of school all over again. Just, nice. Just like, Oh man, what? That <laughs> what proper giddy, it's just like you're excited but scared, and just everything combined. Exactly, and it's like we were uh, the very first day was mostly just like introduction. This is what it's going to be: Q and A's, paperwork, and stuff like that. Um, but when the first day of we had um, strength and conditioning. And then we had an hour break and then in ring. That was the hardest day because strength and conditioning is like two hours of cardio and weightlifting. We had an hour break and then we started in ring and Cody was like, we're going to go for a one mile jog. <laughs> After all that. I mean, I don't yeah. do exercise, but just hearing this, it's just like scaring me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we were all like, Oh, okay. And he's like, we're going to run like a wolf pack. We're going to be one. Uh, we're gonna... Bless his heart. It did not go exactly that way because there were the people who fell way back right at the beginning. I 
I stayed at pace. And then during that one hour break, I had my meal plan, which was just like plain pasta and a chicken breast mm-hmm. and some broccoli. Halfway through like the half mile mark, I was like, I'm feeling my food. This is not good. <laughs> you didn't, did you? You didn't. No, I did not. Oh. I, just, I just slowed way down. <laughs> I was at the front and I ended like maybe about halfway into the back with like 20 oh. people. But it was what it was. And uh, he was like, we may do this again. We may not. We didn't. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it was all intimidating and I probably didn't really get comfortable in where I was until about a weekend when we really like set in and we're like, all right, we're spending a lot of time together. We got to get to know each other. We've got, we've got to learn to work together and encourage each other and all of that. Nah, nice, nice. I like the fact that when like people that come from the Nightmare Factory, you all seem close um, and that you're all still active as well. Um, you hear about other schools, not so much, but with this school, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got your own um, YouTube channel. That's what House yeah. has done. But I have to say this. You might not like it. It's not the wrestlers that are the star of the show. Yeah. It's the cats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. The cats are, honestly, I'm a cat person. I went yeah. to a cat cafe last week. Uh, oh, during my lunch. oh, my God. So there was a cat called um, Pumpkin because it was born on Halloween. And I was like, have my coffee and the cat's there. <clears throat> Sorry, I need to man up. Um, no. <laughs> no, I'm here for it. I could talk. I literally could talk cats forever. Um, but yeah, the, your cats on that show, like, what is it about them that just, it's still the show. I don't know. And like, Omega has always been, well, I shouldn't say always, because Omega used to have another brother, Abushi, and um, unfortunately he passed away, but Abushi always stole the show. Abushi mm. had to be the center of attention, and Omega kind of was just like, all right, you do yours, I'm just going to lay here and get whatever attention I can. <laughs> but then he was an only child, and for about a year for a year he was an only Mm. child and he ate it up because shortly after I put his brother down I moved in with the boys so he went from like me and um my ex actually being his only interaction to having three other people in the house and people coming over all the time so he became he had to get, come out of his shell like yeah. I came out of mine and we've kind of both grown into these two different I know he's an animal but two different people then mm-hmm. before wrestling and so he became just I need attention all the time I'm gonna show out <laughs> and then then you bring in that kitten and the kitten and then we brought mother. in the kitten oh my god that episode oh my I was like oh. <laughs> yeah so when we we were looking at Aang he um she said like he's very shy and slow to come up to people but like he'll give you cuddles and stuff like that and we we're like oh that sounds perfect he'll blend right in we brought him home and now he just runs he runs the place he, he he'll let you know what he wants and he wants it now <laughs> you know what's gonna happen you're gonna get fans asking you to bring the cats to like meet and greets or whatever to, like, oh i know it's, but... it's gonna happen 
<laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen, but Omega does not travel well. He he our vet is like five minutes away and he cries the entire time. Oh he does not like the car. As My soon ex as cat was like it, that. As soon as you put it in like in the, the cage, it's like nope. Yeah. It would oh. instantly paint it. It's just like great. <laughs> See walking yeah. around. He hates it. So Omega will definitely never be traveling. Aang, if he loses his energy and I feel like I could control him outside the house, maybe he'll be able to leave. But we actually got Aang. Yeah, we actually got Aang to keep Omega company when we're gone for like a day or two. No, that's awesome. I just love it, honestly. Like, don't get me wrong, Wrestle House is fun. Like, yeah. uh, vlogs is the correct term for it. Um, yeah. Obviously, with the figure collecting and backstage and the traveling, it's, it's a fun show. But the cats, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you need to put them on the thumbnails. Yeah. <laughs> I send John so many videos. He's like, there are too many cat videos. Nobody cares. So now I'm going to be like, George cares. Damn right. Like, oh, we have a word of him uh, yeah. after this, after the conversation. Like, people do care. <laughs> Put him in. What is it, the cats? Like, cats are money. But, uh, exactly. oh, yeah, sorry, we, we've got wrestling to talk about as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the cat cafe is awesome. Cheap plug. It's, uh, it's in South End. If you mm. go on my Instagram, you'll see it. But anyway, so I want to talk about your showcase match. Coming yeah. out in the car, you do the razor's edge, you got the win. Yep. How did you feel before and after it? So, I I feel before a match, I get uh, I get nervous, but I don't get nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, and before the showcase, like all myself and the three other girls, the three other girls, they're all like super nervous, and I have this bad habit of becoming mom to my friends so everyone's freaking out and I'm just like it's okay we got this we've been over it like we we know what's gonna happen we know we can do this we know we've spent 12 weeks like we've got this um so like I'm just trying to stay calm so everyone else can be calm yeah um but afterwards it was just like I can't believe we just did this. I can't believe I just wrestled my first match yeah. <laughs> as a professional wrestler. <laughs> and like, that's where I really let all of the emotion out. And especially, so the Razor's Edge was something I wanted to do as soon as I started training. Because as soon as I found wrestling, I went and I went through WWE Network and I was watching and Razor Ramon just, I was like. Just got hooked. He, yeah, I mean, he's the I bad like, guy. Like, how, he was so cool. Exactly. And he's bigger than everyone else. And, like, I'm bigger than a lot of the girls I go up against. So, like, I watched a lot of his stuff. And I, I was like, like, just holding a girl up like this is just so strong. So it was the one thing I wanted to do. And I'm trying. I want to bring it back. Yeah, I, haven't used it since I, I don't haven't think used I've it. seen a, a female do it before. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I don't. I have it up my head. I, I, I don't recall anyone. Yeah, doing it. Yeah, um, I haven't used it since the showcase. I've teased it. I think I teased it once in a match, mm -hmm. but I have not done it since. And it is something that I want to bring back. What's stopping you from doing it? 
Um, nothing particularly other than, so I actually have a bum shoulder um, oh, okay. from the sousaphone. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh about an injury. I'm so no, 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 no. It's totally fine. It's like, it's like the weirdest, it's the weirdest injury. Like it's an injury, but not an injury. Yeah, so yeah. Bonus is really heavy. So when we would be at like parade march and we have to hold our instruments while the director is talking to us, I would shift my sousaphone behind my shoulder. And when I did that, I actually ended up like rotating my shoulder forward a little yeah. bit. So it's not really in place. And my muscles right here are pretty dor wit dormant when I wasn't like active for a long time. So my bicep through like my pectoral muscle don't work as strongly as they should. Like my back ends up doing a lot of the work. Yeah. So a lot of it is with the razor's edge, like I can't really pop anyone up or I couldn't before. Mm -hmm. So I'd have to find ways to get them in the corner. And oh, okay. So that's the way we'd normally do it in the middle of the ring. The way I did it in the, the showcase. <laughs> exactly. So like in the showcase, I she was in the corner and I picked her up. And that was because it was the easiest way for me to do it. So mainly it's just I haven't brought it back because I want to be able to press someone up yeah, or find other ways to get into it. Mm -hmm. um, and my muscle works. It's weaker, but like I have to be, I have to just keep working it. Yeah, just be more cautious of it. Yeah, exactly. So it's not something I want to use a lot a lot of the time just because I don't want to destroy my shoulder doing it. So it's more of like a, a signature move that I'll bring out. A special moments. I like that. Yeah. I know. I'm glad that you actually explained that as well. I was kind of curious because yeah. it is a very cool move. I mean, Razor's one of my favorites. I'm like, I love the new generation. So no, that's, that's, that's awesome. That is. Um, what, well, there's one thing I'm going to go off wrestling again, just because you huh? said it in a recent podcast and I have to bring it up. It's nothing <laughs> bad, yeah. um, but it may shock some of the listeners. Um, you mentioned about you being a fan of 10 things I hate about you. Yes. Now I used to watch that all the time on VHS. Um, <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Like, it was just such a good film. Uh, I miss Heath Ledger, and that was one of his oh, breakout roles. Um, yeah. I just love it when he sings um, I Love You, Baby, thanks for the song. And just, like, with the security guard, he slaps the guy in the front of yeah. chase. Um, it's just such a wicked scene. I, I just had to mention that. Yeah. Thumbs up for, like, and 10 things I hate about you. Hey, I love I've it. never spoke about it on the show. Yeah, well, there you go. I I absolutely love that movie. I've watched... I watch it more... Then I really should. I watch rewatch everything, so <laughs> I can quote. Um, I've gotten John to watch it with me, and what did he think? Uh, he he likes it. He, he'll watch it for me, but like we started watching it, and I, I'm terrible. Where I end up quoting things, like as I'm watching it. Oh, you're one of them people. I am. Oh. It's. And it's so bad because, like, half the time I don't even realize I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't help. It's like a tick. But, like, I can quote at least one line from every movie I've seen just seeing it once. So you have got a pretty good memory. Like, I'm pretty bad. Like, memory like goldfish. That's so yeah. bad. But that, <laughs> just, that probably helps you in wrestling. Yeah. It's, it's like, a, I'm, I'm really good at mimicking 
things, not necessarily always the right like tone or voice or something like that, but I'm very good at, if something clicks in my head, I'll be able to repeat it. Yeah. There, I mean, sometimes things just go over my head and don't know what the hell you just said. Um, but it's probably been it's just me for the last 40 minutes. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, no. Um, but I'm so bad for just like mimicking. And like I'll remember I'm also a huge, huge friends fan. I love it. But I don't hate yeah. it. I'm, I'm in between. Like, I know. Some yeah. Okay, so this is definitely going to give out my age and stuff. Uh, I was born the year before it aired, and my mom used to, oh, wow. feed me, used to feed me while watching Friends. So I've literally been watching Friends since I was a year old. And I've seen it over a thousand times, every episode. And the theme is such a banger. I don't see they like now that's all to be my head and it's midnight at the moment and that's I'm gonna go be going to sleep after this interview and that's gonna be I'm gonna be clapping my sleep. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I take you've watched Joey as well. Watch what? Joey, the TV series. Oh I yeah, I started to watch it when it came out right after the sh- friends ended. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. It was a bit right. pony. So I w- I've watched all of that. And it's really yeah. weird. I binge watched it. And I was just like, that's just that's just a lot of time I'm never getting back. Yeah. And not one cameo, besides Gunther, rest in peace, yeah. by the way. Um, yeah. That was really sad, I was. Um, yeah. I saw one of his last interviews. But yeah, not one cameo from the original five. Well, six, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, oh, it's yeah. just... I was like, yeah, no, okay. <laughs> it's not the same, is it? Like, I understand why they did it. But it just no. Never I only remember the pilot episode. Like I couldn't. I don't even know how many episodes I actually watched of Joey. I just remember the pilot episode vaguely. I think it's like twenty four episodes per season. I'm so sad that I know that. Yeah. My life out. <laughs> um, I think I've got a few more questions, and I'll let you enjoy the rest You're of your day because you've still got some time. Um, for me, it's like ten past twelve. Yeah. You're gonna yeah, go no, singing um, friends. Too. Just because we mentioned friends. Tell things yeah. I hate about you. Wrestling, cats, TSF. If you can pick three guests for a dream dinner party, who would you pick? It doesn't have to be wrestling related. It's up to you. You're the host. Alive or dead? Is that a thing too? Let's go for alive or dead. Yeah. Let's alive or it. dead? All right. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn is a huge inspiration for everything I do. Um... Oh, now, now that I've gone on to my second one, I'm like, this is all going to be dead people, isn't it? Um, <laughs> your dinner party. Uh, you, you've got yeah. the ability to bring them back. Uh, Lucille Ball. Comedy. Just her comedy. I, I feel like if I could just talk to her about her comedy and her physical comedy, mm-hmm. my wrestling would just, like, skyrocket. Um... <laughs> Um, last one. Um, that's a good one. Uh, let's go Razor Ramon. I'm just gonna throw them in there because, like, Razor I got a Ramon in there. Yes, <laughs> it'd be the weirdest party. It would be the weirdest party. Like, 
three <laughs> three women and Scott Hall. And Chico. <laughs> I, might, I might have to do a thumbnail. So right, this, is, this is one of my new questions I've been asking. And I love it because like, every answer is different. People yeah. generally think about it and you always get, well, mostly, you always get, you're going to get a good answer. And I really enjoy it, but Mazer Ramon, all your hippos. I mean, it would just be the weird, it would probably be the most awkward thing with, with adding him in. Uh, but I, I, he was literally like, I was trying to think of a third person, and he was the only person that kept cycling through. And I was like, all right, just throw him in there. Yeah, Chico. Uh, another thing Chico. that you've said, um, and I got to point out because mm -hmm. I'm living in the UK and England, you love the royal family. I the do. Princess Diana. What is it about the royal family that you love, by the way? I don't know. I think it's just being an American, and for whatever reason, some of us just look at the royal family and like they're so fancy. <laughs> yeah, and then you see the rest of England, like <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, I've always, I've always been a key. I, I can't wait to go to England one day. Like it's on my the top of my list. Just, just bring an umbrella because it's it's always rain down here. Yeah, I've heard. We've got like really bad wind at the moment. I can't remember it's called now. Like red alert, yeah. it's really bad. Like trees it's been getting really here and cold. Out uh, cold as well, but yeah. uh, we do do like our drinks. So just remember, yeah. just remember, love our <laughs> It's the best way to put it. Um. Yeah, but back to your original. Um. Oh, the dinner. The dinner gets. You said the well, the royal family is yeah. It's just always. Oh, no, royal family. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at the the royal family and. Um, I don't know. I'm a huge history buff. Mm -hmm. Um, particularly like European history, U.S. or not U.S. history, but mm. world history. Um, so it's more so the history behind the whole, like, monarchy as a whole. Like seeing and studying how it evolves. Mm. Like, I... <laughs> going into like how much history of a nerd I am the Tudors alone huge like I read about the Tudors all yeah, the time that be mentioned on this podcast ever <laughs> it's interesting I everyone always looks at me and they're like you have such an array of knowledge like I know cars I'm a huge history nerd I <laughs> like I can quote movies endlessly I can quote shows like the amount of information you're like, how are you one person? How do you, where are you? <laughs> At least you can brag and proudly say, like, there is no one like you with hey, the knowledge hey. that you have. Thank you. I, I take, I'll take that. Is, but yeah, I think that's where my royal family, like, love comes from. It's just history. There's a history behind it. Have you got, um, have you got, so I'm, I'm going on John now, but I should know Johnny Gargano. Have you got him into history by any chance? <laughs> no, he is not. He's, no, he's no interest. <laughs> I've, I think I've gone on maybe a couple tangents with him in talking about Julius Caesar and maybe some of the tutors just like if i fall just down a... just nod and smile yeah, yeah yeah exactly he he knows when i fall down a rabbit hole and just start pulling information like i i love him because he'll let me go on f1 tangents 
and I'll once the season of F1 start Formula One starts, I go on like full. I'm like, all right, so this is what's happening. This uh, Lewis Hamilton give him the white down, but I'm like, Lewis won again. Here's the changes that are happening with the cars this season. Uh, we hate Max Verstappen. Just all that's all you need to know. <laughs> I can I, I've tried to get into Formula One, I just can't. Yeah, it's really, it's really big over here in the UK, but I just, I just. No, yeah, I um, we're we're good friends with Anthony Agogo as well, and Dad, I love he, him. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he came to a show last month in London, and I yeah. literally didn't make it. I was so I was so annoyed. Oh. I was supposed I, to go to it. Damn it! I miss I miss Agogo. I haven't seen him in a few a few weeks, but um, yeah, I've talked to him about F one. He's like, I'm like sort of a fan like he knows the people mm -hmm. and during the the last race of this this past season he was he was texting me and he, he was just like no i can't believe it. it was like he lost it all the end and i was like brother i know i did not know antiago was into formula one oh uh, um, yeah revealing things on there i like it <laughs> he's like a surface level <laughs> He's a diehard. Be down. Be down. Yeah, I, I'll make. I, I think I've gotten him more into it just because he he knows he has someone to talk to about it. I don't think he really mm. had anyone to talk to about it or to like care. But I think I've made him more of a fan. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, just one or two more questions. Uh -huh. Um, just trying to think now what I was going to ask because I've just I've got friend songs stuck in my head. Though. Yep, you're <laughs> welcome. I need to erase it because it's just such an annoying song. It's very catchy though. Very catchy. Yeah. I can't I can't deny that. Um, who in Messon right now? If you could pick one opponent, this is present, so not dead or live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One person at the moment you can wrestle. Who would it be? You can actually pick a male as well, so you can do it intergender. It's up to you. Okay. Um, so currently at the top of my list, as far as like possibility of happening, mm -hmm. uh, I would love to wrestle local Georgia uh, wrestler, Danny Jordan. I say this every time. And I'm actually friends with her, but I want to wrestle her. Mm -hmm. And then, I know you asked for one, but my other... No, match, go for it. Honestly, I you can list as many as you want. My other match that I want to do, I want to do an Eddie China match against John. <laughs> he would be all for it as well. I bet. I know, no. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> Oh my god! I can actually imagine you two having a full-blown conversation. I can imagine him. I know he loves Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Oh my god! I bet he'd just be like, <laughs> yeah. He paid the promoter to do it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I I tell him all the time. I was like, I want this match, and like, we'll we'll do practice matches and stuff in the ring to train and stuff. But um, I just we had there was a show we went to, and it was literally. Technically, we have a match against each other. He came out in the ring to cut a promo, and I came out, and I slapped him across his face. Did you really go for it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really, I, I laid it in. And um, I slapped him, and I, I just gave him a spear, and I pinned him right there in the ring. So technically, I have a win over him. But I bet it that was... bugs him. I still bet that bugs him. We saw him in the background at the beginning of the show. I yeah. bet he's like, I bet he's at the moment just like, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so technically, I have a win over him, and 
it was a squash match too. So I'm I'm down for a rematch. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, promoters, get this books, please. Exactly. And make Johnny lose again. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know if you can hear me or not, but he's gonna rewatch this. No, you're gone. Ah, oh, I love you, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting blocked, aren't I? Um I'm actually gonna ask because it's it's been all over the news this week. Mm-hmm. Um Cody's departure. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna ask if you can share any stories or memories of his of your time with him in the Nightmare Factory. Anything that stands out to you? Any um actually my big the biggest moment that stands out to me isn't actually wrestling related necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um towards the end of our 12 week camp. Um I had a rough last like three weeks of camp. My great grandmother um, came down with COVID and actually ended up passing away from it. Such and um, at the same exact time, Abushi, the second cat, my second cat, had became really sick, and um, I was going through a lot of medical stuff with him, trying to save him and stuff like that. And the day my great-grandmother passed away, we had training. And I went to training because she was in a different state. So it's not like I could be with my family or anything like that. And so I went to training and I was just not, I was not mentally there at all. Yeah. Um, Like we had, um, we ran a couple spots or like a part of a drill at the beginning. And like, it was clear that I was not in it whatsoever. And then we were doing some drills and Cody had came into the corner that we were doing like a man in uh, four corners. That's what that's called. <laughs> four corners. And I was on the outside of the ring and he came over to me and he was like, are you okay? And I, I just couldn't. I was like, no. I was like, I'm having a really like bad day. I'm going through some stuff. And he, he was like, hop down. And he actually took me... Um, off to the side and talked to me and was like what's going on and was giving me advice about like my cat because I was still fighting for my cat and stuff like that and my grandmother my great-grandmother dying so he he just talked and talked to me as a person he was like you don't have to do anything in ring you can sit and watch if you'd like if you prefer and just like talk to me one-on-one on a personal level and that's probably my favorite moment i love that no thank you for sharing that and uh you know sorry for your losses but i'm glad to hear that you know some to end up the the show in a positive way yeah uh, and and a positive memory but um, i hope the decision he makes is you know the best for him and his family so yeah that's 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 awesome is there anything you would like to plug as we wrap up the show um when was when does this air uh most likely over the weekend over the weekend okay so as of now on march 12th if you're in the united states and watching i'll be in nashville on march 12th for ccw um coastal championship wrestling uh that's my biggest plug right now uh any other plug would be go to private wrestling tees backslash the cat spencer and get yourself a cat spencer shirt do it I have two. One where it's just me, me mugging, and, <laughs> and the other one that don't tell me to smile. Uh, 
Cat Spencer shirt. Nice. I'll, I will put those details in the description below. I'll tell the listeners where to find your social media as well. Yes. Awesome. But, uh, thank you for coming on. It's been a really good episode. Um, thank also, you. thank you for being able to reschedule as well because my camera stopped working. But uh, yeah. Amazon, you saved me this week. But uh, cheap plug for Amazon, even though they don't give a shit about me. They don't need it. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Um, let's listen to this episode thank you there's going to be more episodes of what do you call the podcast coming out soon if you haven't already please like subscribe share do what you can to support this channel but for now everyone have a good weekend and take care bye hello there i've got a special announcement for my next guest on my own birthday you heard the man now learn the man You're listening to the greatest professional wrestler to ever walk planet Earth, Tate Nathan. You're listening to the What Do You Call It podcast. Woohoo! Yeah, I heard. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com.